Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Stone Mountain 64, and this is the Fireside Gaming Podcast. It's currently April 19th, 2019. And today, got some surprise guests, kind of last minute, but the homies, Aculite, as well as Tomographic. How you doing, guys? A new guest. New guest? We had Aculite on a few weeks ago. Tom, obviously, yeah, watch a little bit of that. Stream with all the time, play with all the time. So this felt like this would be perfect. Works out really well. I gotta start with this though, because I forgot to even mention it in the last um, podcast that we did. Aculate, and I want to ask Tom too. I mean, I can probably guess on Tom, but how did you guys get your uh, gamer tag? Get your name? Oh, this is a question ah, that's always yeah. asked to me. Yeah, do you see? I, this is what, I don't even. Actually, I don't even know what this is. Really? It's yeah, pretty sure. Like we spoke about this years ago, but I think the only thing that was I can't remember what the, there was some sort of product that's called Aculite that. No, 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 no. Go on. <laughs> no, but there is a okay. So no, there yes, is. You're like, right. That's what there... a lot of people were like. Yeah, everyone's like. Every, <laughs> if you Google you my name, your channel. Yeah, if you Google my name, I think I believe there is a product. I can't remember. It's like a massage place or it's some sort of ointment you put on. I can't remember. But so he needed uh, he had a rash and then he got this ointment yeah. and that was how no, he did it. No, that's not. Oh god. Okay, We're makes sense. Dude. Makes sense. When you try to grow a small channel and there's a like some sort of product out there that's taking up all the search results. Then that's <laughs> the hardest thing, right? It's because there's yeah. so much stuff out there now. You have to think of some sort of original name. So mine is kind of funny how I got mine. Uh, you played WoW, right, Stone? Oh yeah, yeah. So you know the random name generator? Yeah. On WoW. So what happened is I always created a new characters because I wasn't like happy with my name. And that was a big thing to me. I wasn't going to, you know, it was like, it's your character, right? So you want it to be the perfect aspect in every way, especially right. when you like your first one. So when I was creating my character, I was never happy with my name. And then eventually I had, I just kept pushing the random name generator and there was a variation on my name. I think it was like A-K-U-L-I-G-H-T or something crazy. But I ended up just swapping a few letters around. And then this one stuck. So you, wait, you already had the name or this was a random generated one? It was just a random generated name, but it was a variation of it. I just started swapping a few letters in and out to make it sound better. Oh, I see. So it generated some name and then you kept switching the letters until you found something you liked? Yes. But at the same uh. time, in my mind, I always wanted a name that was very short, something that could be easily said. I guess I probably didn't choose the best one for that. Some people... Some people mess up my name, but that's fine. It's so it's so <laughs> yeah. weird how you just create your own name online. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's it's just a completely separate name. That's your online name or your game name or whatever. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. like did you suddenly so you just took that over to your content too? Or was it specifically? Yeah, the name like, just kinda I was like, if I'm gonna be taking this very seriously, then I'm gonna have to stick with one specific name and I yeah, can't really yeah, yeah. deviate from that, right? So Tom, yeah, your, name is, uh, so, your name is Jerry, yeah. right? So how'd you come? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my name's Jerry. <laughs> no, we're both super boring in that regard. Then I didn't know that Sal Connor actually uh, found his name. But mine was pretty much the same kind of story. Like, I was an, before PC, like, I've only been a PC gamer for, like, three or four years now. Um, but I was pr prominently on Xbox, grew up with Xbox. All my friends were there. 
um we all upgraded to the next gen xbox one and then a couple of years later i was just like i'm really enjoying these next gen games but i i'm not i'm not seeing like i wanted the, i wanted the fps that i couldn't get and i wanted higher like graphical fidelity which you just can't really get on console um only to a certain extent everything's pretty low but um yeah when it when it came to getting my name i i just put i was getting a new gamer tag i think for the xbox one because that's some stupid name that i can't even remember um how it goes but i wanted I, I don't know why this kind this just kind of stuck but i wanted something with my name in the gamer tag wasn't expecting mm. it to become my actual name it's good. I like that. I like that it's within but, within your name and at the front. Yeah, it makes it really so maybe, clear when I call you Tom. Yeah, exactly. It's super easy. I absolutely love it. I'm super I know, me too, dude. <laughs> my name does not work with anything. Yeah. Well, I always kind of wanted like that, but I put my name into a generator and it came up with the word tomographic. And at the time, I was running a graphic design business. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah. Um, and And that's what I did. But like, Apparently, tomographic is, it's a word itself, but it means something to do with like an x-ray, some sort of technical, I don't know. I don't know what the definition is. Tom. But, um, oh, again, graphics. It is already a word. Yeah, Stone Mountain 64 is actually a lotion for women, so it was hard for me to get oh, the nice. name. You're joking. But, yeah. No, um, but, <laughs> no, but like it's... your origin stone. I think you yeah, spoke yeah, yeah, about yeah, it yeah. on stream once. That, uh, it's, your, it's your actual name, isn't it? And, yeah, it's my last name steinberg in english is stone mountain so right that's, you how, did. Oh, wow. that's how it comes uh and then 64 that's cool. dude i swear so few people use numbers in their name i, th I think i was talking about with you guys even we were just talking about somebody. this yeah yeah dude it's like now nobody uses numbers i feel like that was the thing that everybody nah. used to do you think like i barely i feel like i barely see i see hackers do it in game they're attacks, like i think it's because people try to get that word and then it's like sorry that name's taken add yeah. some numbers on the end yeah, exactly. That's what but, it is. I mean, it, it works with your name. Yeah. I, feel like if, I mean, the only reason think, it works is because like, I've is... made it something, you know? Like, yeah. I, I mean, I've yeah. searched I, your name I've on hated Google it before, for so and it's long. just come up with like nature parks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, it's it's a place in Georgia, uh, Stone yeah, Mountain Park or something. So, like, it's been good in terms of like differentiating, but I feel like now people do like, uh, you know, whatever their name yeah. is, YT or. TW mm -hmm. or TTV or whatever it T -T is or TV, TV. even just TV and mm, that's yeah. like the differentiator of what the numbers used to be um, yeah Fuglet was Fuglet was Fuglet TV for a long time and then he took the TV out of his name yeah I, I, a lot of people though to just I think they use like a random number generator or something with their name or whatnot um, yeah but of course you know I think the hackers just put in all of that just so that it's they they can make tons of free accounts like with Apex. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I I was it was funny too. Actually, the last yesterday and today, I was getting some screenshots in game, and uh, you know, so I just invited somebody. I was getting, it. and then afterwards, both times it happened, a hacker killed us with just like whatever name, and then a whole bunch of numbers and whatnot. It was for sure a hacker. Damn. It's been absolutely bonkers with it. I I, I don't think I've in the game recently. encountered many hackers like i don't get much time to play on my own so when i am playing it's often with you guys but i don't yeah. think we've encountered hackers as a group there's been a couple of times where i've questioned it but yeah a lot of times i'll question it but it. sometimes it's like it's really clear and like, it's what's just the experience like though how does it it's, like how it's do you usually see it? like how can you tell that guy's hacking what happened was even i think yesterday too we were playing 
and you were trying to Acula was trying to team fire with uh or whatever it was, but it's usually like one person just drops immediately from a range that's crazy okay, with a gun that has a lot of recoil. It's like right. a Spitfire or a Havoc that hits every okay. single shot to where it's just like, it's not even possible to hit every shot from that far away. Yeah. Because the recoil is <laughs> It's not much. only that, it's it's that they hit all headshots. Yeah, so the multiplier downs you so fast. It's like, okay, that was a little too fast, especially with the R99, right. right? Like it takes an entire mag to down somebody if they have purple armor. Yeah. But if they hit all headshots, you go down just like that. So yeah, like you can tell it's just okay. It's like whoa. <laughs> I want his gaming chair. <laughs> That's the secret, dude. It's the chair. <laughs> it's uh, always the chair. They just had a huge update though, Apex. I don't know if you read through all the notes for that. Uh I know we've played some Aculite, but they made the biggest change was they're really trying to focus on updating the snipers. So they made mm -hmm. it so their overall reduced sway. So the amount that the gun like moves around, which is really weird too, because in this game, there's no way to hold your breath anyways. So the fact yeah. that there is so much sway, especially especially on some of these guns from range where people also move super fast, the hitboxes are very tiny, and mm -hmm. if you do knock somebody, they end up reviving like in five seconds, especially if there's a lifeline yeah. or something. It's like sniping is super inefficient. So they reduce the sway. The biggest buff was to the longbow. They made it so it actually shoots way faster now as well. Less That's sway. Good. The sway that is in it also is much slower. And they made it so there's less damage penalty. So, like, if you hit somebody in the legs, it reduces damage by 10% instead of 25 So, like, they did a lot to try and improve it. And I still have not been sniping all that much, though. No, yeah, it just doesn't feel like... as efficient, right? Regardless, it's finding a sniper is so niche, and like a longbow itself, it comes as default with an iron sight, and it's yeah. rare that you even get high up six, like enough where you you'll really notice the sway. Like the the longer the range, the harder it is to not not necessarily harder, but there's more sway on the longer range scopes. Yeah. Well, thing but was... again, most most fights just come down to you'll do a little bit of damage long range, but you're always going to be pushing each other to get the finish. Yeah, you're never scoped in long enough. Yep. So, People it's much so like Fortnite, right? Because you you down somebody long range, like their teammate's going to come over and build. So yeah. you're always pushing for that that up close and personal gameplay yeah, to finish off the entire team. But the difference is with like Fortnite is that the, some of the guns will one shot headshot. And the only gun mm -hmm. that really does it in this is a Kraber, which, if I'm not mistaken, I think if they have a purple helmet, it still won't one-shot. Correct. So it's like the ability to really take advantage of a sniper is pretty minimal in this. So like with the update, I was trying sniping a little bit more, but even the sniping I was trying, I still didn't put a high-powered optic on it. And I was even watching some other people's gameplay using high-powered optic. And, you know... And maybe it wasn't the best person I was watching, but <laughs> excuse me, they were still missing half the shots. And that's the thing. Right. It's like you can do basically as much damage if you just keep trying to pepper them with some other gun and then push on them with distance, close distance with double guns. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, do you guys think that they, well, I best guess better question is should, should this game even have like a super powerful sniper in it or more sniping power on it or is it fine the way it is i think 
Kraber, no matter what, should one-shot headshot if you can get that shot. Yeah, it, agreed. It, it takes so long to shoot in between. And like you were saying earlier, the hitboxes are so small, especially Pathfinder. Have you ever tried to headshot a Pathfinder right now? Yeah. It's next to impossible. He's got <laughs> toilet rollers ahead. Yeah, it's it's super small. So, like, and then again, they can just get him up really, really quickly. I So... I it's do. hard to take a precise shot as well in this game with the movement as crazy as it is and all the different tricks. Like, if you get that headshot, you should be rewarded for it. Yeah. That's the thing, dude. And, like, I, I love sniping in games. That's, like, always been one of my favorite things. I think it is for yeah. a lot of people. Like, that's the top-tier level of mastery is becoming good with a sniper rifle mm -hmm. and dominating. That's like, that's, like, aiming expertise, leading expertise. Like, that's where it all comes together. And... I felt that a little bit more when I was using some of the snipers, but you know, with the changes that they made, but I still feel like the the overall meta of the game is just double gun, running running well, gun. Yeah. That's the thing. You would have seen like some crazy clips with the snipers right now if they were yeah. like the beetle end all. Like people there's always skilled players in the community that specify in a specific like um category of weapon. Like some people like on Fortnite, for instance, like they're just known for hitting really good sniper shots on moving targets, and I and don't know. It's, it's it's not so easy in Apex. Yeah, and it's pretty early in the game, too, to where it's still like they've only introduced one new gun. What if they introduced another bolt-action sniper rifle that's not quite the Kraber? I mean, I don't know how they would still make that one-shot, though. I don't think they would make it one-shot, if anything. I... Th uh... They'd have to make it fire pretty fast and maybe do a little bit less damage, but I guess ha faster fire rate, but do less damage. Yeah. Like, I would like to see a nice, fast bolt action yeah. for once, just a straight pull or something, and have, like, a lot less drop-off than every other gun. That would be interesting. And, I mean, that's kind of what the triple take is, because it's got way less drop, I was gonna faster say. velocity. But that gun also is, like, they're trying to do... It's trying to be a shotgun, yeah, exactly. And you're in trying order to, to turn it into a pinpoint sniper. You need that choke attachment. Yeah, and mm -hmm. you're trying to use the charge up on it, like. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Once, yeah, once you have your target in sight, if you have the shot, you've still charge got to wait up for it to charge. It's it. Yeah. I feel like it's just not a good mechanic in the game. Same thing with like the havoc, the havoc charge up yeah. sniper rifle. People move too fast. Weapons like the peacekeeper, but well, they did buff that recently as well, right? That does, I think. Yeah, they... uh, it has less drop off at range now, and it does a slightly more damage. Yeah, yeah, it's but uh... still, I would never personally use it because it's just so inefficient. Then right. you know, pushing with a Bangalore or just get grappling hook closer with Pathfinder, right? And that's the other thing. Most of the characters are have such fast movement that it's just it's more beneficial to push with them than to sit long range and try to pick them off they did make uh they made some changes to the characters as well with it um gibraltar and caustic got 10 percent damage reduction i don't know that's that's felt mediocre upgrade form too i feel like they're just more annoying yeah. in the situations where they're good yeah. Like they, they're just more annoying to kill, but it's not like super buffing them up. So, I don't, uh, yeah. I don't think it was enough of a change to make anybody who was questioning playing them to make them play them now. Yeah. To be like, that was the deciding factor right there. Oh, they take 10% less damage now. Perfect. I'll play them. Do you think if they had like a, a bigger base health pool, 
like the tankier looking characters. Like if you come to this game as a newbie, you look at these guys and you're like, oh, they're a tank. They're going to take more hits. That yeah. was like something that we had when we first played Apex. We were like, oh, we assume these guys are going to take more damage, but uh, take less hits, but be slower. Well, Turns mistaken, out they run, it looks like they run slowly, but they're actually keeping up at the same pace, but they, they yeah, yeah, still yeah, take yeah. the same amount of damage. If not mistaken, that's how Overwatch is, right? The characters yeah. have more health. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, I mean, that's yeah. kind of what they did by saying, and like, it works you because take of their abilities. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's kind of what they did by saying, like, you get 10% less damage taken to you. Technically, that's like you have 10% more health, but you don't have to heal I, to that yeah. amount. That's the thing is I think they wanted to do damage reduction instead of health increase because if they did health increase they'd have to make heals specically heal more to, for that character or that right. character would have to use more heals exactly. to get up to full right That's where so, that's it's where it's like it's even hit, better like, that it's yeah. damage reduction technically Yeah So that was probably the easier and more be more beneficial fix that they chose to go with but still, I've never like go out of my way to play a Caustic or a Gibraltar. <laughs> yeah, no, you just like everyone you come against, like they they thirst you. Like you take the same as the same amount of damage as everyone else, but you're just so much bigger. How mm -hmm. do you how do you guys feel like the state of Apex is right now? Like it's been out for over a month <clears> now. <throat> it's uh, I don't know. I like it's had its first season. Yeah, I still enjoy the game. I'm I'm not like like that first couple of weeks. I was pretty addicted to the game. Um, yeah, but they haven't really supported it with content in the way that I wanted them to. Like, I wanted to see some events, and I don't know. The biggest thing that's come so far is Octane, but you can only get so much out of that. And especially when, I mean, it, it stays fresh for a while when a new character comes out because uh, of the pick rate system. Like, you you're not guaranteed to get that guy. Everyone's fighting for him in the first like week. Um, and people are working towards unlocking him too. So everyone's going to get their chance. But once you've used him a couple of times, you kind of understand his how he works. And a lot of people go back to their original mains. I've been mailing him quite a lot. I do enjoy playing as him. But he's like the one character that's kept things fresh for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to agree there with you. Um, Octane is still one of my favorites, like Bangalore, him, and Pathfinder, of course. I mean... I knew since day one everyone's gonna start picking Pathfinder, and here we go. So I've officially <laughs> lost him to the abyss. Yeah, well, it's it's a it's kind of a necessity for one of us to play him at this point because our like our go-to meta when we play the game is to be as mobile as possible and just run to all combat, and that's what we need to do now. Like we were discussing this uh, the other day, Connor, that um when the game first came out, it was just it was so intense constantly. Like there was fights going off left, right, and center because everyone was just having fun with the game. And now it's been out for a while, and all there's all these new players. Like as the game gets bigger, you're more likely to encounter more casual players that aren't trying so hard. So the games feel a lot more deserted than they did when the game first came out. Yeah. Um, well, when the game was first out, it was like everybody's trying to learn, and it was like these low. It was a slow curve trying to get to it, but now it's now it's starting to see it's some settled separation. into a meta. Yeah, that's yeah. what's happened, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. They haven't had any content to mix up the game, so now everyone just hot drops to get that in on that action. Yeah, especially with content creators always and like these really good players telling people it's like, oh, you got a hot drop in order to get better, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. now we've yeah, lost half the server already at the in the first two minutes of the game, and then you have to hunt down the rest of the kills to even have any action. It's been interesting. I think part of it. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. on, sir. 
Um, I was going to say that I think part of it is because a lot of people just expect content. Like Fortnite has set a huge example for content that comes out just like left, right, and center. And like I know the updates recently haven't been great. I've heard from the community, um, but like a new event mode that you were talking about the other day, Stone. Um, yeah, the airplanes. That seems to have gone down quite well. But the thing is with Fortnite is that they still claim to be an early access when you launch the game. And they've yeah. stayed that way because of one specific reason, that they can push an update live to all those different platforms without having to go all the necessary barriers that a full, just a, a fully released game, one that's completely, you know, what, what do they call it? Um, when a game like, goes uh... gold, they don't need to add anything else to it. Well, or, you know, at the base level. Um, but these big games that are already out need to like have to go through Microsoft and Sony to put these, you know, updates live. So we don't really get the content that Fortnite gets because they're just sort of taking, I think they're just going to stay early access for, I don't know, as long as the game is thriving because it's the only way they can add content immediately. Yeah. I think they're just going to stay with where they're at. And that's actually where I was going to take it to was like, if you compare it to like, this was, this game was supposedly like a Fortnite killer, but if you look at Fortnite, and the thing is, too, that game's been out for a lot longer, too. And also, I don't think there's a lot of crossover, per se, between the, the audience that's playing it. But still, like, that game is being updated crazy at a crazy speed every week. I've there's so like much it. content and so yeah, much stuff to do in insane. it. Like, this game has dropped a new character and had two rebalances. In the time that they've done like four updates, introduced a new mode, they've had competitive modes, there's like tournaments going on. So, I mean, there's still Constant a lot of new potential. skins too, right? Like, oh, it's yeah. not like when like a skin can, I don't know, people see that as like a new character almost. When the store gets updated with like these new outlandish looking characters, like people can yeah, get behind that's that. That's the thing, right? Is that Whereas those, those skins are eight, so well yeah, done. Like, there's no like abilities tied to that aesthetic. So, like, with Apex, they'll spend forever, like, refining the character and how he's going to look. Right. Um, but with Fortnite, they're able to just release, like, everyone's on a level, play of, level playing field in terms of the ability they have. Plus, it's a third person, so, like, you get to see the yes. character. Like, this is where... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's that, a good point, actually. That is kinda... that, um, with it being a third person, too, is that, like, Battle Royale exploded because of it, it brought in that casual audience, mainly with Fortnite. And now that apex came out and that got huge a lot of these third person players are trying to get used to a first person game where they can't have the like peripheral vision that they have in fortnite so i don't know kind of makes it difficult to switch between the two not every casual player has played a first person game before yeah, and, and the I, audience is quite young with fortnite yeah 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 and that's too like even uh like with PUBG. PUBG, I i don't know if you guys saw too they have an update that's coming. It's currently in test server, but they are adding charms. Well, they have, first of all, they have a whole entire system for their guns that's being introduced. So as you use guns, you'll actually level that gun up. It's purely cosmetic. So every few levels, you get a little charm that's going to be on your gun because a lot of people play first person. A lot of people play third in that too, to be fair, but a lot of people also play first person and myself included. I've never really cared about any of the other cosmetics besides the guns. Mm-hmm. And a charm's pretty cool. That's what we see in Rainbow Six Siege. That's always really fun, yeah. especially because, like, mm-hmm. in that game, you get to earn those charms not only, like, uh, playing and getting packs and whatnot, but in that game, 
you get like you can get a diamond charm for being top ranked within yeah. a season. Like that's some of the they do such um, so many amazing so that's the things only in that charm game. Like progress that. towards though, isn't it? Like with yeah. the rest of like the rest of Rainbow Six, it's all about like the other charms. It's all about renown and you having to pay for those other charms in some way, whether right. it's in-game currency or um real world money. But in PUBG, it looks like they're going down the route of like every cosmetic charm, even is uh, you have to work for it in some way, do a certain amount of you know, yeah, do a they're, challenge. They're having weapon charm. progression, is it what just, they're doing. Yeah, it just depends how they implement it. Because when Vikendi first came out and they had that challenge system that was like totally new, the challenges took away from the core battle, the, the core battle royale experience by. They had nothing do, to like, do with the things. battle royale experience. Like, that was die the three times issue. in the die three times in the red zone whilst in a vehicle. <laughs> um, drown ten times. <laughs> uh, ten, no, what is it? Dive ten meters in open water like ten times yeah. or something. But one it's of them ridiculous. was like jump off a, uh, an edge into water. Jump off ten foot drop off or something like that. Yeah, but you can only do it once per game. So you had to go. I, to... I attempted the water yeah. ball a couple of times, but you dive ten meters, and then by the time you reach the surface, you have like ten HP left, and you've got to make the. It's like it's even more of a challenge for you to survive the rest of the game. And if everyone's landing over water to try and complete that challenge, you don't know where the circle's gonna ping first because it's not already in like it is with Firestorm. You could do that challenge, expect to carry on playing the rest of the game, and then all of a sudden the circle's on the other side of the map, and you've got to swim back to shore and then get loaded up again and try and get to the other end of the map <laughs> mm -hmm. so that's crazy. why i'm glad they're, they're going with more of it and this is what they should have done with the start oh, it, ne it needs to be passive progressive progressive system right when you play the game you should be able to unlock stuff just by playing the game it shouldn't be something you have to go out of your way for unless it's something specific like a care package or you know you pick up an arm get like one kill with an arm right something like that but not diving 10 meters underwater and then hoping to God you can make it to the zone. Yeah. Right? It's just, we it just didn't make any sense. Lot, yeah. It's so, the game has such high potential still. But it really I hope does. they take it in the right direction. Even yeah, just definitely. with mods and the custom games and stuff, like they have such a great system that's already in place, but it could be so much more. Um, and I mean, they're still making improvements to it. Like they, they're also making some improvements to Observer, but a lot of it is really just catered to the esports side of it and the competitive side of it, which is good mm -hmm. too. I mean, there's there's still some healthy competition on the game and, and tournaments that do go on. Um, and they're also, one of the other cool things well, from the update was they're making a booster bar so you can see how much boost your teammates have active. Yeah, I like the sound of that. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it'd be great if you even saw the information of like what helmet or armor or something they have because basically yeah, like just little icons. Yeah, all the other games have some other way to get that type of information, or a lot of them do it at really least. Really, is the little things. Yeah. Usually, I mean, usually it's just like, hey, this is how much armor they total have. Like in Fortnite, it's how much shields, or in Apex, it's also shields. And so it's not. And, and actually, in Apex, they also show the specific armor too with the UI. Um. Mm hmm. And I mean, maybe that's not their intention with it, and that's fine too. But I feel like it's—I don't feel like it's that big of a. It's just you talking to your teammate, like, "Oh, what do you need?" Every game, like, "Oh, do you still need a level one vest?" Having that conversation every time is like, 
it'd be nice yeah. to just like look that up, look it up yourself and figure okay. it out. Okay. So do you think they're trying to force more communication by not adding that type of stuff in? Or they just haven't so. thought of it and they just they think that would take away from the game. They address that themselves in the Vikendi announcement video that like they were talking about that's part of what they think makes PUBG is that you loot up, you talk with friends, you socialize, you help get each other geared up, you have a fight and then rinse and repeat. It's a whole different system. Yeah. The, yeah, but when you're looting for the, the ping whole system game. in Apex has just given us something that none of us like no one expected that would be I don't know, it's just what we needed. So good. It's it's crazy. Like we thought everything had been done with with Battle Royale in the space of a year because so much has come out early access wise. People have tried new things. It might have fall like the game might have fallen, but some of those things have been picked up by bigger studios. Um It is interesting know. Apex that is just it is interesting that it is really part of the process of PUBG is like spending five or 10 minutes looting or whatever it might be, especially for some players, especially for newer players, like going through and figuring out the attachments and like, Oh, what's the attachment you want and trading stuff. Like that's a huge part of the game. Whereas like in a Fortnite or apex, it's, you, I mean, apex has attachments too, but in Fortnite at least it's literally like the loot process is very basic it's typically yeah. within one house you'll have a gun you'll find a pump within like two or three houses for the most part and then that's kind of where you're you're on the on the road there's no attachments to deal with it's kind mm -hmm. of like minor tweaks of getting better guns and whatnot between those or like getting a higher tier of whatever your gun is if you get a kill um same it's thing with like battle with apex in the sense that the attachments in apex aren't crucial to your success with that weapon like the the recoil on a on a naked weapon is perfectly manageable. Like you don't need things like a barrel yeah. stabilizer and all that sort of stuff. Like with PUBG, those attachments can really help your weapon perform to like its maximum ability. If you get yeah. an M4 fully stacked, then you compare the recoil pattern with both. It's it's quite a big difference. You feel like you need those attachments, so you're constantly on the lookout for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just way more. Yeah. Way more recoil in general, and and the iron sights suck in PUBG. Yeah, like in Apex, too. they've designed the iron sights so they they they're still you know it's like a futuristic. Yeah, they kind of seem so. like a red dot already. It's, yeah, like exactly. the three hundred one, it already looks like it's a yeah. It's a, you don't even need an the optic wingman. I mean, it's not the best looking sight. It's quite like it's a big it's a big reticle, but I mean, I'll take that over the scar iron sights in PUBG yeah. any day. You don't like the <laughs> Uzi, you don't like the Uzi iron sights. <laughs> God. That's not easy to use. Love him, Stone. My favorite. I love him. Now that you <laughs> mention it. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of I'm excited to see where uh the how the PUBG update does. Unfortunately, like the test servers are just so dead on that game now. You can't yeah. even. This is the first update that I've actually got. I can, I've, I can get behind. Like I'm excited to try it out. The weapon. Well, they're system. also they're also boosting the amount of loot on Erangale, which I think is still one of the. By a significant amount too. Yeah. Really? It's yeah. not yeah, it's was, not a joke. Tough. It was no, really tough. Huge update. Huge snipers are getting like a hundred and seventy percent bonus spawn rate or something. Yep. Like it's that big. DMRs so, and assault rifles. Those were the three that at least I saw. Those are the ones that they're really boosting too. It's not like you're gonna find more pistols. It's gonna be more <laughs> assault rifles. And assault rifles are boosted, but DMRs are boosted even more than that, and bolt actions are boosted even more than that. 
Plus, I mean, talking about even snipers earlier, they had a huge update. I really haven't played it that much. The OM update on PUBG as of at least no. recently is it'll one shot uh even a level two vest, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've seen gameplay of it, haven't tried it myself, but great gameplay experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw I've seen the players saw... that have succeeded with it. They yeah. they don't look excited at the end of the game. It's like they feel disgusting. <laughs> yeah. They just feel I, dirty of what they've just done. Like if you can't stand behind that change. I don't ridiculous. mind the car ninety eight two shotting a level two vest. I actually have no problem with that because that's how the game first started out, right? It always two shot a level two vest. Like snipers yeah. just did that in general. And I don't know, it was it was still rewarding because you'd hit a running headshot or a running body shot, and then if you could follow up with another running body shot, then you get the kill. But hitting that third extra running body shot, yeah, it's the toughest thing in the world because they're always going to be behind cover by then. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's an extremely high bar to hit three shots as well with such a slow firing gun. Mm-hmm. But also, the firefights last don't don't go on as long. Or I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. They're they're just different in that game. The time to kill. I need in that to game stop like so overcommitting when I do that in games. I'll I'll hit someone twice with a sniper rifle and they'll be out in the open, but I'm still committed to landing that third shot to get the kill with the car 98 when I know I could just switch to my secondary weapon, <laughs> an AR of some sort, put one bullet in him and he's gonna fall over. But even, I'll have a full auto weapon. Even the switching though can be, because I, I do that yeah, sometimes too. Oh, yeah. It can be really slow to switch. Everything's yeah. just so much slower. I, I think that's the hardest yeah, part, even like switching game. between the games is like, boy, it takes a while. To pull that's the thing, though. Out. They don't they don't want a fast paced game, but no. the time to kill is very fast. So yeah, it kind of balances out that way. Yeah, that's true. I just and th- apparently too, they're also changing the zones a little bit on PUBG. So, but they've not. Come we don't know any news on it though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we don't know what is actually going to change. And what's actually interesting, I don't know if you guys ever played PUBG Mobile, but they have like they have a mode on Energale and all the stuff where the zone starts basically small already. And so you go into it and it's like wave because obviously you're on your phone, you probably don't have as much time to oh, they have the regular game too, like full. Wait, so the zone's already game. called in with the same amount of players, but Yeah, zone it's just I don't more remember hectic. if it's, it's the same like amount Firestorm. of players, but yes, it's like Firestorm. Yeah. So the zone is already closed like it's already on ring it's three. Zone, yeah, what you're you already yeah. see oh, okay. where the zone is. Got you. Got you. you see where the zone is, and if you land outside of the zone, you're going to take damage. So you have to already land within the zone, and then you play in like this mini environment, so the games go faster. Um, and that's like to me, that's just been such a no brainer to to incorporate, and just to because so many people like having the faster experience. I know I really do. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good to have the long full drawn out thing but that's kind of a good way too where it's like you don't even have to introduce new maps to do that yeah exactly and then you play specific portions of that map right so it's always a different experience because the zone is already showing you where you have to go right like half the server hasn't died off immediately before you even go to that specific circle but i don't know i think one way they could fix it and still make it okay so people can kind of drop where they want is have it so that when the plane fully passes you can well when you're coming in in the plane you can already see where the zone's going to be but it doesn't start coming in until the f- plane has fully i guess gone the full route yeah. of the whole map and that way people can still kind of drop outside of it and make their way in 
That's how Sandhawk was when it first came out, if you remember. And when they were in the was test it? server. I don't remember that one. They had, I'm, I'm like 95% sure, so I might be wrong, but I'm like, I'm in the test server, pretty positive. I think it was in the test server, the first iteration that they did, or maybe it was like the second week or something, no, they I changed right. it. I remember something to do with the, the zone in the in the test server that we the were The zone, all... when you were on the plane, it already showed where it was. And then I remember, because I remember too, they made more changes to the zone after that, and they that was when, on Sandhawk specifically, they made it so yeah. that the zone, if there's not that many people alive, the wait period is reduced. So the zone will continue, like if there's 10 people left and it's on zone, only zone two, then the wait period now, instead of being three minutes, is 30 seconds or whatever it is. That's just mm -hmm. an exaggeration, but it speeds the whole entire game up, so it closes it up faster. I don't, yeah, I, I always forget think, about that now. Yeah, Sonic was the first map to actually make, like, force them to make changes to the zone. Like, they had to increase the speed, and then they also made it so that, I think that was the first time that red zones were outside of the zone. Not inside. Yes, yes. Yeah. The red zones only are on the edge or outside of the white zone, yeah. so it's not on the safe Which area. Which I don't think anybody has complained about. No. No. I think everyone is okay with that. That's fine. Because then yeah. it forces you inside the zone. Right. Just gives you more to worry about if you're going to be playing outside of zone. Like I think that's. Yeah, I'm so, always worried about that red idea. zone. And that was kind mm -hmm. of like that was their test to be like, okay, now we get to try out a more faster paced version of this game on Sandhawk. And I feel like it was a big success. Like, I think it's been huge. I think uh, overall, it's one of the maps that everybody always cues into and prefers to play. And that should be like, I think that's an indicator for them to, and like, whether it's a smaller zone or whatever, I would love to see more of that personally. Yeah, it came at the perfect time, Sanok. Like, I think that was a time where the game was kind of getting stale when like Miramar came out and none of us really enjoyed it. So we all played Erangale again that we would so used to playing for months and then to play a map that was just intense like constant action it just i don't know just gave a whole new yeah, life to the game going right, back to sure. other maps now erangel's still not too bad you still you like you have your hot drop areas right you can yeah. always kind of find action erangel's still a favorite uh, for a lot of people miramar is just it, it just feels very very bland it's too large and I don't know what makes it feel so large because it's not any bigger than Erangale, right? No, I think it's the amount of like hills that separate you. Like, you, uh, stuff like that slows the game down. Having to like when you're in the middle of like two hills, having to run over a hill to scout out the area, it just slows things down because you know people are doing the same thing. They're all in their own rut trying to figure out where players are. It's interesting. Yeah, it's I like, think it's not very ahead. it's not a very level map. No, yeah, and it's almost like. Erangale's very simple. Maybe it's because we've had it for so long, but I think it's just like it's just a simple map. Yeah. It's got two it's just, islands. It's, such, it's so flat and, though, and that, like the only hills yeah. are quite big. There's like two main mountains that you go up, and, and there's like that one yeah. little hill on the left, or the the mountain under uh, the city there in the top left. And yeah, it's see, like, that's the thing. You're able to recall the hills from that map, whereas with yeah, and Rima. I don't know if it's like because I've played it so much. Yeah, it's it's all just so sporadic. I don't know. But yeah, there's so many more it. buildings, and like I feel like there's so much more going on on the other maps. Um, yeah, there's a lot of clutter. If on you Rima. look at Sanok, though, it's very similar to it in that way. There's not a lot of like moguls that you have to go up and down and over and stuff like that. They're very gradual. Like the hills that are big are very very gradual. Yeah. And the biggest hill is in the center of the map too. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Well, actually, isn't the one in the top left? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On the Alpha Island. Yeah. Oh yeah. That giant ass cliff. I hate. It's got a smaller. It's got a smaller surface area up there. There's like one compound. Whereas and it's not like it separates the, the whole map because it's so large. Yeah. Yeah, the even on that middle, island, there's got a lot like, of tree cover and rocks. There's not that much going on on them. There's a couple of little outposts here and there. I don't know. Space well, you have like Camp different. Alpha or something, but it all depends on where the plane goes in, right? Yeah, yeah. but you can kind of reach anywhere, too. Mm-hmm. It definitely forces more gunfights when there's fewer compounds. Up in, and the um, only other smaller buildings that are outside of the, the named places are they're really small. Little cabins here and there. In some of the uh in some of the fights that I've been getting into, I've been uh especially this last week struggling a little bit. Because I switched my mouse up. I'm now using Alara's ah. mouse. I took your recommendation, Aculite. Did you? I got a lighter mouse. And it's also wireless. That was the main thing I wanted to switch it. So I got a... So how does it feel going from a heavy mouse down to a light mouse such as that? It was a huge difference at the beginning. Like, I could, I, you know, just like, even holding it now is like, man, this is really light. It's, uh, I think my other <laughs> one was like 100... Your sensitivity feels so much higher too. It does. And you know what's funny is the other mouse I was using, that one's like 140 grams... Um, that was Ooh. the G502, and I didn't know what the what hell I was doing, now? so I, I, literally, I put weight into that mouse, because that mouse had option to put weight in it, so I was like, oh, okay, uh, well, it comes with all these weights, so I guess <laughs> yeah. I'll just put half of them in, and maybe that's, that's, what I did, dude. Maybe that's the middle ground. Yeah. So I was, <laughs> Yeah, Corsair M65, and I had like three weights in that, and then I, I got the final mouse a couple of months ago, and that's a super light mouse. Like yeah, that's like on the light mouse. as much as the mouse as possible. Yeah. And the cable is like the main thing for them is that it's so light is that it feels like a wireless mouse, but it's still wired. Yeah, it is very, very light, that mouse. And the yeah. cable, I can say the cable on that mouse is really great. Yeah. It was yeah, a yeah. huge jump for me. So, uh, yeah, so I took the, the weight out of it, used that for a while. That felt great. And then switching to this is like, now there's not even a cable. And that's been even better. I'm using this is a Logitech Pro wireless mouse. Um, the is it the G one? Same as yours, Connor. It's not Did a G. That? It's just the Pro wireless. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think there was the one that you had. They don't make it anymore, or something, right? The G three hundred three that I was using. Oh, three hundred three. Is that? Yeah, that I was know. wired though. It's not the one with like hexagon like LEDs on the side, is it? <laughs> no, that's not the one I'm using now. Okay. But I do love that mouse. Yeah, I heard that one was good. I think Shroud uses that. Or did. Um, so, how does your aim feel now, Stone? Yeah. That you've swapped down, because it'll definitely feel more di a lot different, especially, if, like, your sensitivity will feel a little bit faster and such, but do you feel more accurate? It's felt, uh... It, it's been a bit of adjustment trying to switch over to it. But it's felt super good. Like I, I, I've noticed, like in a full auto spray, it just feels easier for me to. And I don't know if this is just. It feels to me like it is the weight, where it's just like it just feels soft. It just feels easier to like pull down on or flick over to something, really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I haven't noticed any improvement. Like I think I'm probably doing just as good as I was before. 
And so maybe I'll get better with it over time. I don't know. Uh, the biggest frustration for me has been that I had a bunch of key bindings on my mouse previously. I know I, right. <laughs> I told you about, about yeah. it, but I had like, basically I had three buttons where my thumb is, and then I had two literally on the, where I left click, on that left click, on the left side of it, there was two little buttons there that I could push with my shooting finger. So, oh, what the hell? Yeah, it, it was really weird, but it was super easy to use, and it was like a natural, like two free hotkeys that were super easy to click whenever I'm not shooting. So, um, that's been the weirdest thing for me to try and transition because, like, I used my toggle mute for Discord and stuff on the mouse. So now I only have two buttons. That's been the most frustrating thing. And like, was it's it really... a big trade off. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Was it really but worth it? I don't know. It's like having having a lighter mouse. When I first swapped to a lighter mouse, mind you, it was corded at the time. But my first swap, my mouse was pretty heavy back then. It was like 130 grams, and then I jumped down to like 100 and or sorry, uh, 90, 70, 79 grams, I think it was. And the first thing I noticed is like, oh my God, it's so light. But the biggest thing is that you can use your fingers to do more of the minimal movements rather than like picking up the mouse or pushing really hard with your whole hand because mm. of how heavy the other mouse was. And I could lower my sense a lot more because it was so light. Do you claw grip on your mouse? I do, yeah. Yeah, it's like a what, claw fingertip. Yeah. I've I've not been super good with kind of the minor minor movements. Um but like I try and go in and practice the like I'll go in the test range and just flick to like I'll look in the middle somewhere or look far away and then try and flick over and hit a headshot and just keep practicing like from different ranges, from up and down and just kind of get the muscle memory of like trying to hit something. But I don't know if it even is like I should be flicking or just moving slow to get make sure I know the distance of how far I'm moving it. So I'm still I trying would to flick. figure that out. Yeah. Because then you definitely get that muscle memory down. But uh, do you use palm grip or how do you hold your mouse? I can't, uh, I kind of use like a mix. I'm like a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's like palm. Does the back of your palm? Fingers are in claw. Does the bottom of your palm just barely touch the mouse, or is it yeah. like your whole hand is laying rested on the mouse? Um. Uh, uh. I mean, I don't, Mine's I don't like, really put weight on it. But <laughs> you both, uh, <laughs> you really think about this, do you? No one really thinks know. about this. Yeah, I don't put weight on it, but my, I guess my palm is resting there. Yeah, my my mouth, my hand for sure touching. is on it. Yeah, not like okay. just hovering like to where it's zero weight, but mm -hmm. I put, I put a little bit of weight into enough it. to grip it. Yeah, all I do is I grip it from the sides. My thumb and my pinky and my ring finger is the only thing that really touches the mouse. And I really? just use those. Yeah. That's weird. And I move my Whoa. fingers up and down. So that's like legit. Like claw just while then, holding right? the mouse. Yeah. And you, but you have so much more control over minimal movements. Think hard. about it. If your whole hand is on the mouse, Freaking how much eagle, can you move it up hands. and down? Yeah, but okay. Whole hands. Try hard. Wow. On, Sweaty man. hands. Gotcha. Yeah, but how did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. So you don't. I feel like I would need to just touch it for reference at least. Maybe not. You can have it just touching. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Hmm. But when your whole hand is yeah, on I guess it, you it's can't light do minimal where movements can... with your fingers. It's light enough to where you can just pick it up with just your fingertips. That's the whole point of a lighter mouse. Interesting. Maybe I'll need to practice with that more. You need to stuff this kid. I feel like I need to hit... Do you use your thumb keys at all? 
Yeah, I do. My my backwards thumb key is to mute Discord, and my front thumb key oh, is to hell? talk in game. See, I used I used to do that, have that as push to talk, but now I have usually I don't know, like Alt or I don't know. I've been mixing it up lately. I've been using my thumb buttons more for like med kits and I don't know more niche movements. I've noticed when I try and do like really tiny movement sniping or whatnot, I put the bottom right of my hand down on the mouse pad and like use that as like a grounding and then just barely move it with my fingertips. That's how I play. Yeah. That's what it's, I'm like trying to get so real that when precise. you flick shot, you can immediately stop, right? Because you have that, that you like have that weight on the mouse. the mouse from one finger to the other. Kind of. Yeah. But what if you just threw your mouse and then you, you just switch your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> Toss it over your middle finger is now your shoot button. Actually, I just swap it over to my left hand. I just slide it across the whole mouse. Pad. Slide it across yeah, the whole desk. That's how yeah, you 180, and then you start with playing with your left hand. hand. Right. <laughs> he actually, he actually bounces it across his keyboard like he's skimming a stone. Yeah, just absolutely. Like... That's, a... <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how the pros do it, man. That's how you start getting absolutely. That, that that's how you do a 180 shot on that low sense. I need uh -huh. that vertical 90 degree turned keyboard. Absolutely. Yep. Wireless uh, keyboard on your lap and then mouse, you just slide across the whole width of your mouse pad. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. We're getting uh we're getting a little long, so I wanted to get into uh we did have a couple questions from uh the audience as well. Um one of them was about the I don't remember who said it exactly, I didn't write it all out, but one of them was about the next gen consoles. I know did you guys okay. ever play console at all? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my main platform was console for a very long time when I was younger. That was only when you were young, though. Like you didn't, you weren't, you weren't around when like the next gen consoles like, came like about. PS2, PS3. I stopped playing console uh, PS3, at Xbox, Xbox 360. 360. I never really got into PlayStation unless there was exclusives. Yeah. It's because really all my buddies played on like... Xbox. PlayStation. Yeah, like... The PS5's been announced, hasn't it? But there's no info as of yet. Yeah, it's been that's announced. Not the, that's they, not the guaranteed like name. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily going to be PlayStation Five, but they said that. I mean, the crazy thing is that's that's. Well, I mean, not crazy, but I mean, that's how most people game still is just with the plat platforms and whatnot. So, mm -hmm. uh, PlayStation Five or whatever it'll be called, apparently will have an eight-core CPU. And they they seem to be more like good hard, for streaming hardware focused. And that's what I was thinking, dude. Yeah, like well, these ne these what... next gen consoles do have stream. It like it's it is forced. Like they do try and promote that a lot. I remember when I was playing on the Xbox One, like regularly, it was my main platform. There was always like, I mean, they had the DVR. I think it was Xbox DVR or mm -hmm. whatever you use to record gameplay. Well, that Back was... then it was like you bought an Xbox One and you were given a Kinect. Like you couldn't buy it separately. Yeah, that... it was a while before, so it was always like Xbox record that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. now you just triggered a hundred people's uh, Xboxes. By the way, <laughs> they still have the connect. If you have connect, you're an OG. Yeah, that was a day one edition holder. But that was like that was the huge change when Xbox One and the PlayStation came out too. They had a built-in way where you could record your clips directly via the platform and then post mm -hmm. them to the thing. Like I was revolutionary for like the top plays and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and like. Everybody all posting their clips now. Like it's been so cool to see. And I think that's even gonna be like a further process of it. Plus people like actually streaming directly from their platform. Um 
or their uh, device or whatever, like eight core CPU. That's not that's not so much for gaming. I don't I, to an extent it probably is, but yeah, it's definitely more on the multitasking side. Well, the yeah. cool thing about consoles as well is they can dedicate, like they can make it so all games only use four or six cores, right? And then those extra two cores are only going to be specifically for streaming or background yeah. tasks and all that other stuff, right? So I would love to see them do something like that because then it doesn't affect any of your game performance, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it, forced by the manufacturer. So some people yes, might be a bit yeah. like triggered that they're not getting that. But, but it, it wouldn't affect your game. These, Even if they gave you the extra two cores, it wouldn't help your game performance anyways. Right. No. Not especially on, with not console level, 60 yeah. FPS. And exactly. If that's so, what the PS5 is going to be. Yeah. Is that in the details, Stone? Is there... Well, one of the other details that they said with it, are, and I, I, this is what I've just read from articles and other things, but they're saying, too, that it's going to um, work for 8K resolution, which... Uh, Jesus. Okay. I think is really not great. Uh, they're they're trying I don't to think push. They should be pushing for that right now. Yeah, it's it's kind of seems yeah. They should be pushing. Kind of seems ridiculous. FPS with consoles, especially because like I mean, you're talking about like maybe like an RTX Titan graphics card can get up to 8K resolution and get decent frame rate on a game, and that's like a few thousand dollars just for the card alone. Uh, and it's like should. How are we talking about like 8K at 2 FPS? So it's just photos of the game? Probably yeah. 30. <laughs> like we get one <laughs> transition. Maybe it's just like the cutscenes are in 8K, everything else is not. It's yeah, like every game you play is a PowerPoint presentation. The mm -hmm. thing the thing that I think they need to like the thing that I've loved about switching to PC gaming is the higher frame rate and how smooth everything yep. is. Like you get to control your performance though. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like if you want to play with better graphics but lower FPS, you can do that. Console, it's like you're kind of dedicated to one graphic type. And like if you're playing a BR, for example, like Blackout, I, I played that at 4K at my buddy's house and I could tell it when you're dropping in, you're only playing at like 20 FPS. Yeah. yeah. This next gen consoles is going to be like buying a mid to high end PC that you can't upgrade from two years and ago. have to wait for <laughs> however many years. This, the, that cycle is only going to get smaller, isn't it? Between next gen consoles that release, like technology is advancing so quickly. I mean, it's been about six years since the last console. Well, I want it's been that long. I think it was six. Look what, I think so. look what Google's doing. Have you heard about the Google Stadia thing? Yeah, yeah. So the Google yeah, Stadia. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's a game streaming service. So all they'd need to do is upgrade things on their end and you've got a better performing system. Like they give you a controller, but it's all streaming based. Yeah, that is essentially like through the internet. Google has their great computer setup or whatever it is back at their office, and you essentially just connect from even like a Chromebook or your phone to this beastly PC, you like remote in, and then you're playing your game on that device. You're controller yep. or whatever you play with goes from your wi-fi not to your computer but to the computer at google's whatever so it's like the least amount of latency and we'll see how good the latency and whatever is i think on it's, that. it's a good concept it's not, have you ever it's not tried new, like it's it's through the chromecast i think that's what it is it's a streaming service on the chromecast which is already like an established product like that's in so many houses already yeah it would just be like a new app that you can you know and then you can multitask with different things that are on that chromecast so you could Similar to what the Xbox did with all the different apps, 
you could like pop Netflix up on one side. I don't think anyone really did that. No one's watching on like a really small screen, but you can you can multitask in that regard. Bring up like a Twitter feed on Google Chrome or that sort of thing. I think for a th- for a casual audience, it's not a bad idea. But have you ever tried uh, the Steam Share or whatever? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. But playing from a different PC because you can do that over your own network, right? Yep. Yeah. You can I have might bring a game. Up, like the, yeah. The delay. I so I've tried, tried that with a delay, right? It's about, mm, I don't know, it depends on your ping, right? If mm. you're going to be connecting to Google, you have really good internet, probably have like a 20 millisecond delay. That's not going to be too bad, especially when you're playing on console and you can't like flick shot specifically to somebody's head or whatever. But I think for casual games and single players, it would be no problem whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But when that's it comes to multiplayer, mm, yeah, I would prefer not to. NVIDIA has something similar that they had for Max that I tried when it was in his beta. I hadn't tried it again since, so it might have gotten better. But it was like you're remoting into one of these beastly computers, and it was decent. It was yeah. it was good. But like you said, like it would be good if you were playing a single player. Or like I, I want to say I tried what you were talking about with Destiny or something like that, where I was trying to grind on a game from my... Uh, like my living room rather than being in my office and Mm -hmm. so i tried to send it over there and it's a great concept but it's not going to work i don't think it'll work for every game um i think it'll work probably for casuals in that sense but that's what's like yeah it depends depends how easily you notice the delay like you need to have played on a system where there is no delay for you to really feel it yeah i mean you could get used to it i guess without ever without ever realizing that there is such a thing as no delay if that's the first you thing play you enough see on as a it, you'll get used casual to it. player. It just has yeah. to be easy enough to where it's like you don't even have to think about it. And that's where I think so, like something like Stadia would would make it that easy. Yeah, I mean Maybe. it's all gonna go digital. Microsoft. So well, when it comes Xbox down to it, though, out with a go on. Would you prefer to play on PC or would like spend the extra money to play on PC? Or would you rather go out and buy, I think, Chromecast? What does that even cost you? That's does that right. cost you? It's like I mean, 30 pounds in the UK, so like $40 probably. So that's not too bad. Plus the, what, 400 to $600 you're going to be playing, paying for? And I, pres- I presume you'd be paying for, a, if it's a streaming service, then you'd, you'd be paying for that service. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you could just... And then paying for the games on that service. Plug yeah, so in the long in. run, would you rather pay upfront, like seven to eight hundred dollars for a half decent pc that you can just play for free on 24 7 and get better performance overall than do a, a streaming service such as that i think a lot of people would do that it's just the case of with pcs like you're either building them yourself to save money or buying a pre-built and losing money in some way i think uh yeah and i, I mean like i think about like okay what if i wasn't creating content what would i probably be doing I probably would have, like, a nice PC and be figuring all this stuff out because I just enjoy it enough. But, like, I know a bunch of people that I at least I used to work with who were, like, they didn't even want to get the Xbox, like, last year because they are like, well, in the next year or two, there's going to be another platform, another console coming out. And yeah. it's, like, you know, it's even just getting an Xbox, figuring out what games you want and stuff, like, some people are just not as into mm-hmm. it. So I feel like for this super it, it casual, just, like, casual you are. Just want to play some games. Let's just see what's so you out. Think there's just an want to audience play through for story. It. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be a different 100%. audience than like, you know, I feel like it's just going to be a different audience that uh, is going to then probably even get into gaming and be like, oh, hey, I have a Chromebook. I, c- I have a controller. I could just plug this into my thing and play 
the latest Xbox game or, you know, the latest whatever game that I see all these people that spend hundreds of dollars on a platform to get, or like, especially like mobile players. There's so many people that play games on mobile that don't have a platform. Like it's crazy. So if this is something that works on mobile and now there's like an easy way to just plug your whatever, like an attach a controller type thing to your phone, which we've seen for years, but now that's a good point. Actually, Now maybe it's actually legit where it's like, Oh damn, I'm playing the latest destiny game or whatever it is on my phone. Like in full quality, like it does work on mobile devices. I'll do that. Yeah, that Google Stadia thing. I I think it does work on. Yeah. Yeah, smartphone, tablet, laptop, or TV. Yeah, because it's just Just like it's just connecting in. So to me, it's like 4K up to 60 FPS. That's where it's like I think that has really some of the most potential. And like you were saying too, Tom, um, Xbox. They just announced too. They came out with an. They're, it's not necessarily the next gen of console, no, but they've it's released a discless console. Yeah, they released a new thing that's just the Xbox One S all digital, aka the Xbox Sad, and uh, <laughs> okay. it's that's uh, that's the abbreviation. I didn't make it up. Whoever they, whoever designed it came up with it. Uh, that's pretty sad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. So that, but that's a device that has no um, disc tray in it or mm-hmm. whatever and it's just only digital which is how i've been doing games for years since i got the xbox one like the first game or two i had a disc for then after that i said f it i'm just gonna get the digital version of it download it and then play it whenever i want to play it because i didn't really yeah you know, i mean they're not stupid it's it's just the way things are now like people are streaming movies dvds have gone out people are streaming music cds have gone out and our discs are going out now. because yeah. it's just all it's all accessible. It is hard because it is gigantic files though, and that's where it's like Yeah, I miss the days where I was able to just put a disc in my console and play it straight away. Without yeah, but even like anything. Even and the, the next gen came out and it was like you took a back step because you had that disc, you put it in, but then you've got to do that like yes, 40, dude. 50 gigabyte download. You to and download it's like, it what anyway. am I downloading? <laughs> what is on this freaking disc, dude? <laughs> Yeah, and that's actually, I think that's a bigger issue to, like, the actual hard drive on the thing, where it's, like, the uh, the the hard drives are super solid. And that's one of the things, too, like, the PlayStation 5 is going to have a solid-state drive in it, which is also, like, I wonder how much this is actually going to cost. Like, if this thing ends up co- with a solid-state drive, it's going to have RTX capabilities as well. And that's the changeable, CPU. right? You can remove the SSD. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, you'll be able to, or yeah, to you, add more storage. Yeah. Um, but either way, like, I mean, SSGs are getting cheap. SSDs are getting cheaper, but if you want to get like a two terabyte SSD, especially if there's, well, actually PlayStation will have a way to put discs in too. I don't think they're going to, it's going to be any more than what the consoles are right now, just because of like how fast technology is going along. Like we got Mm -hmm. four terabyte SSDs now, like we got four terabyte M.2s, right? Those things are extremely expensive, but like we're past the point of just hard drives now. Like SSDs are becoming more and more useful and more and more achievable, like through, you know, lower financials. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... I think it'll probably be very, very similar to the current price. Because um, they've always they've always stayed around that specific price range, right? It's yeah. like three ninety nine to four ninety nine or something. Yeah, typically. I I remember the Xbox was a hundred dollars more because it came with a Kinect and all that stuff. Too. Yeah, that was one of the biggest. Like when that first came out, like all the drama focused around that is that it was it cost that much more, but people didn't want that extra thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, oh no, like it's integral like... to the Xbox One. If you don't have it, then it's not the complete experience. But 
That's they ended up removing it eventually. That's what's so crazy too. With like they changed it from that was like the, uh, that was when PlayStation because before that it felt like at least for me was like Xbox was like the go to for gaming and for I mean like there was there's some good games on PlayStation too for exclusive but like online gaming and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, multiplayer like, Xbox had it down. That was like I was going to Xbox for it, and then yeah. After that shift of like the next gen, like PlayStation just took everything over. They've been, mm-hmm. they got like the, especially for multiplayer at least, which I guess is what I'm, but also single player too, because single a lot of their single player exclusives Left are bonkers. Good. Last of Us. Yeah. Last of Us was huge. And then when Last of Us came to PS4, like remastered, people got behind that. Then you've got Uncharted, which is also a massive franchise. All right. Final uh, question that's here. That's kind of you are. Um, was from Tyler B. He asked, uh, he was asking about Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2. He actually posted a video thing of somebody who went back and was playing it and how much has changed with it. Have you guys, did hmm. you play the original one? Or, or I guess Battlefront 2 when it initially came out at all? I, I played the original played Battlefront. I know Connor played, um, I didn't touch Battlefront 2 at all. Yeah. Um, mainly because of, I don't know, there's a lot of, People just saying it was going to be bad. It no, kind of yeah, just it's not. It didn't have a great left launch. a bit of taste in my mouth. It was mainly the micro microtransaction thing, wasn't it? Yeah, no. yeah, that was the biggest issue with it. But I really enjoyed it. Like it was a lot of fun just messing around in a casual third person shooter. That's the thing, right? It's just such a casual. Like that was the whole reason why I loved the first one so much too. Is like you're in the Star Wars universe. Like it was yeah, awesome. That's what dude. it was all it was about. So much fun, just like running around yeah, and, and, and and it was like the best graphics that have ever been out on a video game. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. when that first Battlefront came out, it was it's it, insane. It can't. It was two. I think it was two years ago now. The game's been out for at least a year, year and a half, two years or so. Um, and they've kept updating, kept improving it. Anyways, you saying to check it out or if, if we're interested in it? Now I, I was I was looking at it and I was like, this looks this does because they added more heroes to it. They added more modes. They added more maps. And I played it a lot when it when it first came out. I was really into it. It was just super unfortunate how much you know how terrible they did at launching the game and um, how much yeah. everybody was super pissed at, at everything, understandably. And it's just like, damn, dude, I I really enjoyed it, so it was like kind of sucked. But um, EA have been on a roller coaster of a ride the past couple of years. Yeah, it's not been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five uh, was the same. They sort of they were like. If you don't like women in World War Two, then don't buy a game. Yeah, and sick. a lot of people are just like, well, I'm not buying your game. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, like I didn't care. It, yeah, it, I I really enjoyed BF5 for what it was when it first came out, but it quickly became pretty stale. Yeah, didn't have the things that I enjoyed so much about the previous Battlefield games. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, and then Apex comes out and just up goes up goes the uh, stock again. Respawn of saved EA. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Well, uh, we're getting a little long, so I wanted to end it here. All right. Yeah. Appreciate you guys joining in. Acolyte, thanks for coming back. Pleasure as always. Tom, thanks for joining as well. It's been fun, man. Hell yeah. If you guys want to check them out, Acolyte is uh, the Acolyte on Twitter, right? Correct. And just Acolyte on YouTube. Perfect. Tom? It's Tomographic on Twitter and Tomographic on YouTube. Absolutely. Beautiful gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining in. We'll still be gaming and whatnot, all that good stuff on our uh, streams and having a good time. So uh, we'll see you later. If you guys enjoyed listening, don't forget to give it a rating on wherever you're listening. 
on and uh, come back for some more. All right. Thanks for listening. Stone Mountain 64, over and out.